Good morning, church. It's so good to be with you. Today we continue our sermon series entitled My Favorite Sayings of Jesus. And we're going to start again with Lectio Divina. If you remember, Lectio Divina is a, a term, a Latin term. It means divine reading. And so we're going to look at, uh, read the same passage of Scripture three times. And each time we're going to uh, try and engage the Bible in a different way. And so let's try that. Um, so take out a pen or a notepad or your uh, phone, something to take notes on. And so here's the first reading. Let's just take a deep breath. Let's focus on God. Let's remove all of the distractions around us. And here's the first reading. And the context is that Jesus is surrounded by this large crowd of people. And so Jesus goes up the mountainside and he begins to teach them. And this is Jesus speaking. Listen carefully. Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 5. And at the end of this first reading, what we're trying to do is we're trying to respond to the question, what word or phrase grabs my heart? What word or phrase captures my attention? All right, here we go. This is Jesus speaking. Listen carefully. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamb and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Take a moment to write down the word or the phrase that grabs your heart. All right, for the second reading, we're reflecting on this question. What is God saying to me? Now that we're kind of familiar with the text, we're trying to go deeper. We're trying to lean in a little bit more. And so here we go, the second reading. This is Jesus speaking. Listen carefully. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Take a moment to respond to the question, what is God saying to me? 
Maybe write down a sentence or two, not too long, just a sentence or two. What is God saying to me? All right, our third reading, Lectio Divina. We're reflecting on this question, then. The question is this. What am I being encouraged to do? What am I being encouraged to do? Here's the third reading. Listen carefully. Jesus speaking, and he says this. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Write down your response to the question, what am I being encouraged to do? Maybe one sentence or two. And then for homework, I want to encourage you to share your response with someone. Let's pray. That's the fourth part of Lectio Divina. Dear Heavenly Father, we take a moment of pause to savor your word. Thank you for the opportunity to go deeper into your word. Thank you that your word is living and powerful. And we're grateful for Jesus' words here. Would you continue to speak to our hearts this morning? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now allow me to share some observations with you. These are uncertain times that we are living in. I'm hesitant to turn on the news. Every time I turn on the news, it's disturbing. It's like terrifying. It's alarming. These are uncertain times that we are living in. As uncertain as these times are that we are living in, I'm, my guess is that it was not too different in Jesus' day over 2,000 years ago. During Jesus' time, they had some serious problems of their own. And over 2,000 years ago, in the midst of their uncertain times, Jesus outlined Plan A. Listen to what Jesus said is God's Plan A. He says this, he says, You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. When I preach, I try to, my best to make eye contact, and um, it's not natural for me, and so I work hard at it. But imagine Jesus just naturally making eye contact, just the amazing preacher and teacher. And when he makes eye contact with you, you know that he's speaking straight to your heart. 
And imagine that you were there 2,000 years ago when Jesus uh, was teaching this, and he said, You, Nadine, are the salt of the earth. You, Yo-Yo, are the light of the world. Powerful. This is one of my most favorite Jesus sayings. I love these verses because these verses tell me that we all have purpose. All of us, every single one of us. Today is Family First Sunday, so we have our kids in church with us. Welcome, kids. But all of us, from the youngest to the oldest, from the poorest to the richest, from the uneducated to the educated, no matter what you've done, no matter where you've come from, no matter what you are ashamed of, your life has meaning and purpose. And the neat thing about this purpose that Jesus has for us, we all get to participate. There are like no bench warmers. There's no second, third, poor San Francisco 49ers, no third, fourth, fifth string quarterbacks. We all get to participate fully and wholeheartedly in this purpose that God calls us to. And so what is this purpose that Jesus is speaking about? Well, Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. Salt was valued in biblical times for its many uses. What do you all use salt for today? Seasoning and flavoring, right? Yeah, it was also used to season and to flavor back then. Nowadays, we have refrigerators. Back then, they didn't have refrigerators, so salt was also used as a preservative. You rub a little salt into the meat, and it would slow down the decaying process. You put a little salt over soil. Sometimes they use that as fertilizer. And then salt solutions, they were sometimes used for medicinal purposes. Lots of uses for salt. And so when Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth, Jesus is saying that you are to season, to flavor, to act as a preservative, to fertilize the people and the places around you with the good stuff of the kingdom of heaven. And not only does Jesus say, say that you are the salt of the earth, Jesus says that you are the light of the world. The dictionary defines light as the source of illumination. Light dispels darkness. Where there is light, darkness must flee. And so Christians who bear the light of Christ dispel spiritual darkness. That's a high calling that we are all called to. And so God calls you to be salt seasoning, light shining, agents of change in our world. Your life has meaning and purpose. You are God's plan A. 
So what might it look like to be a salt-seasoning, light-shining agent of change in our world? Well, it might look something like this. We are kind people. I feel like there's a lot of unkindness out there. I don't know. It's like there's a slow leak somewhere. And the level of kindness in our world seems so dangerously low. We have to infuse large quantities of kindness back into our world. Listen to what Ephesians chapter 4 says. It says, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Salt-seasoning, light-shining people are kind people. What might it look like to be a salt-seasoning, light-shining agent of change? Perhaps it might look something like this. We are humble people. We live in a culture that is all about self. Self-gratification, self-glorification. A culture that's self-absorbed. A culture that is self-centered. But that's not who we are. We are not selfish people that only think about ourselves. We are a different kind of people. We are humble people. Listen to what Philippians chapter 2 says. It says this, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interests of others. Salt-seasoning, light-shining people are a humble people. What might it look like to be a salt-seasoning, light-shining agent of change in our world? Well, it might look something like this. We are peacemaking people. There's a lot of peace breakers in our world. Peace breakers are people who sow chaos and confusion and division and disunity. Peace breakers are troublemakers. But that's not who we are. We are not peace breakers. We are a different kind of people. We are peacemakers. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5. He says this, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Salt-seasoning, light-shining people are peacemaking people. What, it might, what might it look like to be a salt-seasoning, salt light-shining agent of change in our world? might look something like this. We are people who speak life-giving words. This is a big one. Let me spend a little time here. The words that come out of our mouths, they matter. That's why we always hear the saying, think before you speak. Because our words have power. There's power in our words. 
Our words have the power to encourage or to discourage. And so let's stop using words that discourage and instead let's use words that encourage. Our words have the power to bless or to curse. Let's stop using words that curse and instead let's use words that bless others. Our words have the power to build up or to tear down. Let's stop using words that tear down and instead let's use words that build people up. Words have the power to heal or to hurt. Let's stop using words that hurt others. Instead, let's use words that bring healing to others. Our words have the power to inspire and to dampen people's spirit. Let's stop using words that dampen people's spirit and instead let's use words that inspire people. Our words have the power to make people's day better or to make people's day worse. Let's stop using words that make people's day worse. And instead, let's use words that make people's day better. Listen to what Ephesians chapter 4 says. This is the Apostle Paul writing, and he writes this. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Salt seasoning, light shining people are people who speak life-giving words. What might it look like to be a salt seasoning, light shining agent of change in our world? It might look something like this. We are people that extend grace and mercy. The Bible speaks about God as being gracious and merciful, slow to anger and rich in love. The Bible says that God is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. That's who God is. And if that's who God is, then that's part of our DNA as well. Listen to what Luke chapter 6 says, this is Jesus speaking, and he says this, Be merciful, just as your Father in heaven is merciful. Salt seasoning, light shining people are people who extend grace and mercy. And then just one more, we are a people that love others. Listen to what Jesus says in John chapter 13. He says this, A new command I give you. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. Salt seasoning, light shining people are people that love others. I believe that you and I that we all have this very high calling. This high calling to be salt and 
and light, to, to be salt seasoning, light shining, agents of change in our community, in our workplaces, in our schools, in our, among our family and friends, in our neighborhoods. You are God's plan A. Your life has meaning and purpose. You are the salt of the earth. So go forth and season. You are the light of the world. So go forth and shine. Amen.